Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Too soon. Late in April Fools, tricking myself. I mean, boy, you know, uh, the a long travel day home because Hawaii is a long way away. Eight hours. It's a long way away. That's a lot of ocean flying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the way home, you uh, to the Midwest anyway. All the flights leave at like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Yes. And uh, so you have this whole day. And Casey's genius at sleeping anywhere. We went to the old. Kona Airport State Park. After we went on this beautiful drive, I finally took him on a beautiful drive to see that the Big Island of Hawaii is more than where we just stay. Because Catherine, because my little <laughs> sister was there for the last week, and she said, "Well, we have a routine. Yeah, we go to the beach at seven. We yeah. leave at four in the afternoon. Yeah, and we don't venture from that area. Yeah, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we have all these other little beaches. But there's this whole, I would say of. If you want to have the most adventure, right? The Big Island of Hawaii has so much kayaking, snorkeling, the and volcano. You did all that. No, I've done all that though, Julia. <laughs> yes. I mean, I went on my damn honeymoon there. You've been there so many. I've times. been there so many. I've done everything, and now I'm with a man who just wants to do a few fun things together. <laughs> But I don't think your sister minded because I think she really just wanted to relax. And in a way, uh, the Big Island of Hawaii has a Montana Zen to it, both how it looks and also how laid back it is. Right, right. Well, Hawaii was always known for that. You know, and how nice people are. You know, like I asked this guy who was grilling fish. We need to go somewhere where my husband can be in shade with an ocean breeze <laughs> and maybe picnic tables so he can take a nap after he eats this delicious, you know, uh, fresh swordfish sandwich. We were at this beautiful bay. He, right? he couldn't believe we were on the same island. He was quite delighted. And, um, <laughs> and he goes... I know just the place to take a nap. And I mean, Casey, I posted a picture and I had a sand cloud and he slept for two hours. Those damn sand clouds. If people don't know what that is, it's a Turkish cotton blanket. And years ago, I brought you one for Christmas. It's one of my, my favorite gifts you've ever given me. And it, that thing, and I brought it when we went to North Carolina because it's lightweight. It's large enough for two people. Yeah. You can use it yep. for a towel. You can use it to lay on and it just, you dip the sand it, off and it dries immediately. Yes, and it's, it's UV, lightweight. It's lightweight. It's the most amazing thing to it lay is. on. And he just put his big hat on his head. Yes. And he went to sleep. And I there I am. I'm wandering around, but you know, I will say, you know, there are people everywhere in the world that, you know, uh, sleep rough or homeless for whatever their reasons are. So, like, I, one place I was kind of not, the bathroom wasn't open, and I hate a porta potty that's uh. on it. Literally, the old landing strip that they built in 1942 during the war. So this literally is the old airport before they put in the new... Yeah, but it was right next to the beach. One one runway. And it's this beautiful bay. And the surfers go there. They also had a Japanese Zen garden. 
This is how ready I was to come home. There were three. Casey's eyes were so full of thongs and butts, okay, for a month. Yeah. And I saw exactly two men in thongs and two Speedos and luckily the lifeguards. But I'm so tired. There they are. They're doing burpees, walking handstands, pull-ups, and every one of them... Adonis, like yes, I'm too tired <laughs> yeah. and too hot, right? And I'm thinking I'm just gonna even just walk around and watch Casey sleep because I'm gonna miss him after being with him a month, right? You know, and I didn't want to ask them permission to film. I'm glad, Lord. Yeah, We've yeah, seen yeah. Enough. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just like looked at him. Casey goes, I thought. I said, you know what? My eyes are full enough, and they're full of sand, and they're starting to feel green. <laughs> and they're dry, and I need my drops and all that other stuff. And then, so I come into work today, and I thought, I'm coming in And late. you were just at a beach place. Beautiful. Was it warm? Warmington. It was, you know. Not quite warm yet. It's more it like 70s, 60s. 60s, 70s, but yeah. beautiful and high surf. It's a big surf area. Um, Dunes, right? It was so pretty, Lori. It was so pretty, but in it was clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So clean. But that thing about, and so I come into work, and I'm thinking, you're going to be here. You're oh, going to yeah. take care of everything. Right. We, Grant and I are done. You right, know, right, ready, right. ready for Mama to come back and do right. a little real work. <laughs> right, right. Um, heavy lifting, and I get here, and you're not here yet. And I'm like, oh, my God. Where is she? Because I didn't get here till 1. I read and watched all yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, oh, this is my day off, kind of? Yeah. And then you call me Julia. I forgot about daylight savings. I've been prancing around. Like I have all this extra time. Oh, God. And, and I forgot. It's not 12 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, my word. But I had said Grant so much stuff last night. Oh, At God, one yeah. point, because I got upgraded to first class, Julia. Heck mm-hmm. yeah. And so I had a plug that was real convenient that stayed in. And That's I did. so funny. Okay. That is so funny. Oh, that is such a problem when it, when it won't. When it, when just it won't went, stay yeah. in, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and so I just thought, oh, I'm going to look at a bunch of stuff. I'm looking at all the late night. I'm going yep. to see. Yeah. And so I thought it's going to all be done because I'm going to be worthless. I'm going to have two good cocktails. I'm going to watch or Megan. Three. Maybe You're three. Okay, liar. I really had three. <laughs> or seven. I just had three and then I watched Megan and it was a short <gasps> movie. Good Only, movie though. You know what? Uh... Uh, I give it a I give it a solid you know um, B minus. You know what I watched? What a man called Otto. Oh what? Yeah, with Tom Casey Hanks. watched it and cried on the way home. It was a said. perfect movie for the airplane. Yeah, Tom Hanks, right? Yep, perfect. Oh. And you know it's based on Frederick Bachman's yeah. A Man Called Ove, but when he sold it to the whoever filmed it, yeah. sweet the original, yeah. Oh, only that movie could be called Ove. If it was filmed in any other language, they had to change and the I name. And I feel like kind of the concept was changed a, a little, little bit, bit because one was in Sweden, this one's in a neighborhood, yeah. in Pittsburgh kind of thing. But boy, that that was a uh, the the actress that stars with him was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. That's a great movie. It was yeah. really delightful. Yeah, and I thought. I, you know, I already read the book. Will I like it? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, Casey really liked it, and he so shocked good. himself. He said, "I I shed a tear." Oh yeah. Yeah. Turned on to. Well, I mean, I was sleeping. Oh, 
<laughs> See, here's the deal with Lori. Lori's like my husband, Jeff. They can sleep anywhere. Uh, they can go down quickly. Oh. And Casey can't sleep on airplanes, but he can sleep everywhere Everywhere, else. parks. I, I have him. I have, have pictures of him all over the place, Grant, sleeping in the most unusual of places, churches, um, outcroppings yeah. on very I mean as long as he can put something over his face he's good he has an, an uncanny ability to just take a nap yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a guy thing maybe it's a I superpower I envy I envied it because I just walked around and and you know walked around and I kept looking at the clock and and uh who's the first person I meet and Tom from Minnesota getting off the plane when the plane landed Minneapolis, Seattle, a deluge. Like monsoon rain, you know how that will do in Hawaii? Yes, yes. Came down, of course, that whole airport is outdoor. Yes, it is. You walk outside to get on the plane. So Casey, you know, he always drops me off with the luggage, and Uh then he goes, returns the car. But I said, just wait here for a second for this. We we can't possibly get out with everything. You know, we'll We'll be be drenched. We'll be drenched and we'll never get, you know, get dry. So we wait a minute and it did lighten up. But all the people who had to walk down the jet... They came walking out of there. You never saw a sadder group of people that just arriving on vacation. Just soaked. But people are waving and, you know, and it stopped after a minute. But, man. funny. But, yeah, the first guy, he goes, yeah, I'm Tom from Minnesota. And I'm like, I'm Lori from Minnesota. And I said, this skirt is wet because Casey did eventually kick me out. I said, I'm going to pull on these pants right under the skirt. It's like changing in a towel and... We're just going to keep talking, and you're, you're not going to say Lori. you're not going to say anything. And I did grant you're hysterical, right? All right. I did. <laughs> all right, right we got to take a quick break. Hey, uh, big news this week: we gave away queen tickets all last week. The show sold out. We've added more tickets, so we're giving away a pair of tickets for the rest of the week. We're going to play finish the line. We're going to oh do it later gosh. in our show. Mm-hmm. Did they add a second? They show? did. They wow. added eight more shows around the U.S. because wow. the dates sold out. Yeah. We're I mean, still that's figuring amazing, out a way to get to this. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. That that that's going to be an. Un, uh, you got to see them. And it's well, Friday or Saturday oh night now. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's yeah. Great timing. Well, we yeah. have to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that'll. We have till October twenty eighth. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage, and one of the things that you should just know in general about working with First Equity Mortgages, they make everything easy. It's not that big of a hard problem to figure out what's going on. They know everything inside out. They've been in business for 23 years in our community and they are right here, ready to help you. Maybe you're gonna be buying a new home or your first time home buyer in a certain area where they're giving extra percentages or discounts on loans or you're doing something over here, but they have all the answers. They really do. You can get a hold of David. It's super easy. Go to my tag, keyword David, or of course, you can call him. You can call him at 763-251-8000. But the other thing about them is, you know, when it's your mortgage, this is big deal. You want to be working with the smartest people in town, the most knowledgeable people in town. And these guys, they know the realtors. They know what's happening. They are super smart and will take care of everything for you. That's First Equity. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes. Lori's back. I'm back. And she, I haven't let her say it yet, but just say your one word when you come back. Oh, I'm so discombobulated. (laughs) I really am. It does take some time. Yeah. 
We always go crazy, but thank you for waiting to the second part of our yes, show to announce that. Because right we're like, whatever. You're yeah, just gone for a month and away. Exactly. When are you ever coming home? Yep. I get it. I whatever. Get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Grant went and saw Air last night, the oh new my movie. Gosh. I saw it a week ago with the kids and Jeff. And um, thumbs up, Grant? Oh, two thumbs up. Yes. It was surprisingly funny. Oh, it is. I mean, they're, 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 that's how well written the movie is yeah. because it's a it, it is a cultural phenomenon. The Air Jordan, it's about a shoe, but the way that they framed it, like you said, with the '80s feel, the hair, the looks, it's, the offices, the soundtrack, the soundtrack. Every office has wood in it, wood panels everywhere. Yeah. Lori, and it makes and it made me so nostalgic for like our first jobs, being in an office and being part of a team, and yeah. how. Our kids, our 20-year-olds and stuff, are not experiencing right, that because right. they work at home. They're working was... at home with, like, Megan's. I right. love, he called the office the bullpen. And yes. bullpen, he's like, hey, yeah. everybody come to the bullpen. Yeah. And that was, everybody went out of their main yeah. offices and went out to the cube. And that's, yeah, yeah. I love And it's that. such a learning environment and so right. positive. So anyway, I just, it's great nostalgia for the 80s. Jason Bateman has been everywhere because... Two weeks ago, we saw what, Matt What part Damon. does he play in it? He's a marketing director. Okay, mm-hmm. at Nike? Yes. Okay. And um, of this new division, the basketball division, we don't want to give away too much. It does start in theaters this Thursday night, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's worth it to see in a theater. Oh, yeah, that's what I've heard. And it's well, just this a, is why Amazon pulled the... They were only going to run it for a week in theaters yeah. and oh. then stream it, and then they realized, no. we have a huge hit on our hands. They really do. I, I honestly, I, I mean, I'm not a judge for this, but like we were talking about this last night, the way it all put, it's, it's so early of a release, but I mean, it gives me like a best picture vibe. The, the yes. way they told the story and the way Ben Affleck directed it, you know, I mean, he's got that best picture with Argo yep. as a director. I really feel like this. He did not win con- best director. Oh, he won no. best picture. Best picture. Best and picture. that was a great movie. Ben Affleck does know how to make good movies. Goodwill Hunting with Matt mm-hmm. Damon. But Matt Damon has never been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, he and deserves one now. Roger Friedman said if this performance doesn't get Damon mm-hmm. a nomination, it nothing in movie business makes sense or something like it's, that. It, I it's agree. Really, he, he just thought it was kind of tour de force. And I think of how good Matt Damon was in that uh, Carol Shelby, the one with Christian Bale, the race car, Ferrari oh, versus oh, Ford. Yeah, Ferrari oh, versus that. Ford. That great was movie. Uh, so good in that. I remember being quite annoyed that he didn't get yeah. any recognition. And I think Jason Bateman is a very underrated actor. They were slow to even honor Ozark. He did finally win, but that was a brilliantly he, dark show. Oh, he is kind of... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
of, you know, I was talking about how on the red carpet we, we called him the wrong name and blah, blah, blah. Oh, but how when it we was, met it him. Was, it was the lowest moment. It was but the lowest the funniest, moment. but it also got you tabloid coverage. I did. I told him we were in Us Magazine. <laughs> Any, anyway, but the thing that about Justine! him. Justine! Justine! He was so Bateman! irritated. <laughs> Justine! Come attack us River, Minnesota! Oh, he was so irritated. Justine! Oh, my God. He, he was so irritated. But he when, wanted then we to meet, punch a grant. But then when we meet him, there's no one more down to earth, yeah. more delightful, yeah. more lovely. And um, we saw that on Kimmel last week when he was talking with Kimmel about oh. the movie and how he talked about they were. We never got to play the clip, but the funniest thing was he asked, you know, did Ben Affleck do anything for anybody? Right. right? And he was like, well, at Ozark, I made everybody Converse shoes with all the symbols of the Oz- yeah. Ozark symbols that we saw at the beginning of episode. And I gave them out to everybody. And he's like, you know. Ben could have just called up Nike for free and gotten us these custom Jordans that would have been, you know, for the movie people only. We got a bag of uh, poppycock, poppycock popcorn is what he gave him. So he kind of gave Ben some But crap. he had a different name for it. What was the name? Yeah. Poppycock. Oh, I know. No. No, uh, it, uh, no. What was it? Yeah. it but whatever. But Pirate's yeah. booty. Yeah, Pirate's, Pirate's booty. booty. Oh, That's my God. I hate that stuff. Yeah. And I don't even know what that is. It's like puffed caramel corn. Okay, It's yes. like rice cake caramel it's corn. Terrible. It's right. terrible. Yeah, so. so here is um, Jason. He was on Good Morning America. He was on with Seth Meyers last night. So he's the last round. Tyler Perry was on Good Morning America. He has a big role or an, an important role in this as well. Yeah. Um, but here is Jason just talking about something, something. Yeah, it's about him and Matt Damon and Bradley Cooper and Will Arnett. They have a Wordle group together. Yes, they do. When you're not on set, and a lot of people are finding little fun habits, uh, Wordle. I played it for a while, lost interest. You were part of an exclusive group, Matt Damon was a private friendly group. This interview has interrupted my morning session with it. I'm I'm halfway through Octortal right now. It was driving me crazy after a while. Yeah, it's it'll hurt your brain. I have to watch to not do it too early in the morning. Otherwise, I get really frustrated with myself. I have to be well hopped up on caffeine. But yeah, uh, Matt Damon, Will Arnett, Bradley Cooper, myself, Ooh. Affleck's trying to get in, but Matt won't let him in for some reason. <laughs> so who's the best? Um, and Sam Jones is in it as well. He's he's the best, I think. He's he's a, a documentary filmmaker. Um, uh, Dame is great. Arnett's great. I'm I'm dead last each time. You know, I gotta I gotta take care. I'm the caboose. Have you, know? you ever hit a word like second time? Never. No, I'm not that. No, smart. they haven't. No, they haven't. But I'm I'm I That's didn't do funny. it today yet. I still yeah. do this stupid you still thing. Do it. Well, I know, but Julie, you you like to have at least one focus thing that you can just do. And Cribbage Pro, you know. Yeah. I'm fifty fifty on that one. Yeah. They keep beating me. But the thing about J- Jason is. He really is self-deprecating, and yep. just a little bit God, about him. He's acted for such a so long time. He started time out since playing kid. James Cooper on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and from then he took on numerous TV shows and roles as a teen and child, uh, teenager, including the Hogan family. In his twenties, he just kind of wanted to drop out, mm-hmm. and he found alcohol and drugs. He mm-hmm. said, yeah. and he said. This is really fun. You know, staying at a party is a little bit too long. He lost his place in line in the business. Yeah. Oh. And he says it was a case of trying to claw back towards get to get back in at yep. the end of the 90s. And his wife, who was his girlfriend at the time, gave Paul him an Inca's ultimatum. Daughter. It's Paul Inca's daughter. You're right, Lori. Yes. And she said to him, you know, kind of gave him an ultimatum. Um, do you want to continue to be great at being in your 20s? Or do you want to step up and graduate? 
to adulthood. Oh, slam! Oh, that's, yeah, and that's I, very good. Uh, you know, something to think about. Yes, that's a great yeah for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. then he got arrested development, and that was yeah. it. And, and that was it. And but that that, that became way popular after the fact too. Yeah. That wasn't even popular while right. it was I on. I didn't even know about the little symbols on Ozark till like the third episode. I don't well, even know meant, what you're talking about. The oh. little I'll explain it's, it on the break. Yeah, there you go. All right, All hang right. out with us today. We've got more Queen tickets we're giving away. We're gonna take a quick break. Oh my gosh, you probably saw the most beautiful, you know, Hawaiian furniture and lovely furniture, indoor outdoor furniture and all that good stuff in Hawaii. I really didn't. It always makes me think of Furniture Manor because they always have such a great selection of furniture for that and we'll be coming up on that. But also the fact that you can I did watch some of that Bahama Island show. I just hate how people pick the wrong fabric. It, it's amazing <laughs> how when you get the right stuff for, and you know, everyone who works at Furniture Manor has a design That's background, right. always looking for good team People players. People think they have better taste than they do, Julia. That's what I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> well, Furniture and, Manor has great taste. Yes, They've they got do. great product and they have good, better and best pricing. And they will help you make sure that you're getting perfect furniture for what your needs are. They are open Monday through Saturdays from 10 to 5. If you love it and it's on the showroom floor, they'll deliver it tomorrow or you could take it with you. We love Furniture Manor. We know you will, too. I see the sun out. Must mean you're back in town, Lori, our little sunflower. I'm aloha spirit. There's warm weather following me like the jet stream, Julia. <laughs> it's following me. It's following. Yesterday was a depressingly gray, gross oh, day around here. Yeah. So we will take it. We yeah. will take it. Okay, so. It dropped, I don't know when, maybe Sunday, Sunday. night or Monday, um, the Pretty Baby documentary we've been talking about with Brooke Shields. And Sounds yesterday... intense. It is intense. She has had an incredible life. She, Lori, and... To put it lightly, I think, and I've even watched it, but I feel like we've grown up That's together. That's how we really yeah. have. And that was kind of what I was describing to Rocco, my teammates yeah. yesterday, Rocco and Grant, <laughs> is that... She was such a part of our life. Yeah. And it was back when there was no information besides People Magazine. She was just the like, National Enquirer. Right. There was no internet. Right, Rona right, Barrett, right. Entertainment Tonight maybe was out, you know. Yeah. But really, there were not that many huge, huge superstars like Brooke Shield. Yeah. Michael and, and Jackson. And, well, but I mean, she was... Uh, young. She oh. was so young when she got her fame and all of that. And... You know, like, we didn't know about, like, we didn't, no one knew that she had this crazy alcoholic mother. Nope. Oh, my gosh. She became adult very early. So, the part, we kind of got through the first part yesterday of her life, but the second part of this is talking about what happened to her. Um, I've got a little dating story with JFK Jr. Oh, okay. I like Um, that. And... And then I've got the other story. Why I want to we... know why she's off Tom Cruise's coconut okay. cake. If I, I think I know it goes back to that op-ed. It goes back. So here was what happened is she finally got pregnant. It took her a lot to get pregnant. She met, you know, she met and married Andre Agassi. Yeah, that lasted like two Less, years. Got out of that. marriage. Yep. And then married Chris Henchy, who's a screenwriter. And you kind of would recognize him, mm-hmm. but probably more from being with her over the years. Yeah. He's a ready. He's a ginger. And they, it took them a long time to have children. And um, she, they have their first baby. She went through 24 hours of labor. I think she had ended up having the baby by cesarean. She gets home. 
And Hayden Pantera has been very outspoken about this, too, in the last few weeks about postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't, when she had her children in the early 2000s, there wasn't a lot of conversation about postpartum. There's never any conversation if it comes to anybody with uh, that's a woman. I swear, I swear. It was limited. Right, it was, it's always very and, limited. Like it, like what do you mean? How can you not be in love with your baby? There's right. all this sort of shaming that goes right. around it. When it, to me, it's an incredible surge of your hormones, and yeah. if it doesn't go right when right. you have, give your have childbirth, you can be set into postpartum depression. And so she was like. She didn't understand. And finally, you know, her sister, her um, stepsister would kind of say, you know, why don't you want to hold your kid more kind of? And she started, then Brooke started realizing she kept giving the baby to her husband and was trying to figure it out. And then she's like, I think there's something up here finally and got help. But, and then her mom encouraged her to write a book about it and to talk about it, which no one had been doing. I mean, we knew about that lady in Texas who did all those horrible things to her children. That was like kind of our first postpartum story. Remember that horrible story? I don't want to visit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyway, so she is on a press tour, kind of sharing her experience with postpartum 100% to help other people. Are are we seeing this in the documentary? You are. Okay. You're seeing this. But then this was the big thing, is that this is right when Tom Cruise had changed his publicist. He no longer went with his publicist and started Matt going Kingsley. Yep, started going with his sister, oh, who's a Scientologist. Oh, and he went off script and mm-hmm. started showing his true colors. So here's a cut of him. We have two cuts of him on the Today Show with Matt Lauer kind of talking about how he knows more than anybody else. Before I was a Scientologist, I never agreed with psychiatry. And then when I started studying the history of psychiatry, I started realizing more and more why I didn't agree with psychiatry. And as far as the Brooke Shields thing is, look, you got to understand, I really care about Brooke Shields. I I think here's a a wonderful and talented woman. And uh, I want to see her do well. And I know that uh, psychiatry is... It's a pseudoscience. But, to, but Tom, it, she said that this particular thing helped her feel better, whether it was the antidepressant or going to a counselor or a psychiatrist. Isn't that enough? Matt, you have to understand this. Here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people, mm-hmm. okay, against their will, of drugging children with them about? not knowing the effects of these drugs. Do you know what Adderall is? Do you know Ritalin? Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand that? The difference is, no, this was no, not Matt, against Matt, her Matt, will, though. Matt, but Matt, this Matt, wasn't Matt, against Brooke's question. Will. Matt, I'm asking you a question. I understand there's no. abuse of all of these things. No, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. Oh, okay. Okay. oh my gosh. That is so many bad shades of crazy. Yes. So this is just... Off the cuff, he starts talking about this, okay? Well, it was because she had written the op-ed. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, Lori. She, she wrote, wrote it after, after this. Oh, after this. Wow. I didn't realize that. I'm okay. pretty sure it was after. We can double-check it, but I'm almost positive her op-ed was a response to him talking about her randomly while he's right. supposed to be promoting War of the Worlds or whatever right, the hell right, it was. Right, right. So then here's the second clip, and I think this might be, Matt, you're so glib, but we'll see. Aren't there examples, and might not Brooke Shields be an example of someone who benefits from one of those drugs? All it does is mask the problem, Matt. And if you understand the history of it, it masks the problem. That's what it does. That's all it does. 
You're not getting to the reason why. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. Oh, so postpartum depression to you is, is Matt, kind of a little psychological goog gobbledygook? No, no, I did not say that. I'm just asking, what, you, no, what would you no, call it? No, Matt, that is, that post, now, now you're talking about two different things. But that's what she went on no. the antidepressant for. But what happens, the antidepressant, all it does is mask the problem. There's ways of vitamins and through exercise and various things. I'm not saying that that isn't real. That's not what I'm saying. That's an alteration of what, what I'm saying. I'm saying that drugs aren't the answer. That these, these drugs are very dangerous. They're mind-altering, antipsychotic drugs. And there are ways of doing it without that so that we don't end up in a brave new world. The thing that I'm saying about oh. Brooke is that there's misinformation. Brooke again. Okay. And she doesn't understand the history of psychiatry. She, she doesn't understand in the same way that you don't understand it, man. But a little bit what you're saying, Tom, is you say you want people to do well, but you want them to do well by taking the road that you approve of, as opposed to a road that may work for them. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, if, if antidepressants work for McShields, why isn't that okay? I, I disagree with it. And I think that there's a higher and better quality of life. And I think that promoting, for me personally, see, you're saying what I can't discuss what I want to discuss. No, you absolutely I know, can. But, but Matt, you're going in and saying that that I can't discuss that. I'm only asking, isn't there a possibility that, do, do you examine the possibility that these things do work for some people? That yes, there are abuses. And yes, maybe they've gone too far in certain areas. Maybe there are too many kids on Ritalin. Maybe electric shock is... kids on Ritalin? That... I'm just saying, but, but aren't there Matt, examples where it Matt, works? Matt, Matt, you, you don't even, you're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. <laughs> okay, there it is. But this was after. Her response was after, after he was on this. Right. And she must have maybe been publicly said that she'd taken she did. I was telling you, she this... was trying to help other people. Right. But the fact, this is why Tom Cruise no longer talks about Scientology, because it's he's such, he sounds like a Scientologist. It just <laughs> is a babbling work. And I got to give it to Matt. He was good. He was good. Yeah. As here. the journalist yeah. there. Pressing him without, I mean, he, you got to walk a fine line because he's, you got this out of control A-lister in front of you. Right. And you know this is going to maybe be played. You don't know psychiatry. I do. I do. You don't know the history of it. It's I a do. pseudoscience. I mean, the idea, remember, at the, you know, I mean, Nicole Kidman's father was a psychiatrist. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I bet they had oh. the heebie-jeebies about Tom yep. from the get-go. Oh, so this is... And I, um, and I mean, so this, this, in her op-ed, I don't have a New York Times subscription. You do, yeah. and I'd already ran out of my stories. Yeah. But here's what she did an op-ed for, and she did it. She fired back at Tom Cruise after he criticized her for having revealed that she took antidepressants to cope with postnatal depression. And she took aim at him and said, I'm going to take a wild guess, this is in her op-ed, yeah. that Mr. Cruz has never suffered from postpartum <laughs> depression. Right. And um, she says, um, she went on to say that, um, you know, if any good can come of Mr. Cruz's ridiculous rant, let's hope it gives much-needed attention to a serious disease. And Ooh, she called his remarks dis a disservice to mothers everywhere. Yep. And then those two ended up apologizing at some backyard yeah, party or something. Right. They ended up coming to peace. And then he did send her the cake for like 10 years, but she no longer gets it. After this. After this. Even they though, did. No, they made up after this, right, if you remember. Right. But she'd gotten the cake before that. She never got back on the list. And now we know it. So anyway, but he just. But it's interesting to go back and visit this. And Lori, I forgot about what a cuckoo he was.
This, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Grant had never heard it before, and he's like, wow. wow. Yeah. It, it really, and it was like, we, it was, we were just, our jaws were dropping, mm-hmm. and Matt, like, kept us cool in a way that, you know, I think it was good that it was another man. 100%. And um, I don't, you know, that was one of the ways that Tom, Matt Lauer was good at his job. Very, He was very good at his job in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, but, like, he, he had a, a terrible interview with, like, Brittany. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that, I'm just saying that sure. he did not let Tom Cruise bully him or walk over right. him because a lot of times... Scientology or that kind of that's it's all gaslighting talk. Yep, it yeah. is. It's all gaslighting. Talk louder. Talk over. Talk, talk louder more. and say you don't understand, and it gets very. It causes fight or flight. For yep. me, I just turn around and leave. I just think I can't make sense of someone who doesn't make any sense. But that is so. That's discussed <laughs> in this as well. And, yeah. And how? Oh, um, I can't wait to watch it, it's, Lori. It was you know. It was good. It was good, and it, it just is. Well, I'll tell you. It's about, on Hulu. It's on Hulu, but okay. I'm going to tell you about one more thing when we come back because, okay. um, all right, I'm glad you're back, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. you know what? It does make back. a difference. Ah. That's true. I'm the middle in the double wide. <laughs> she is. She is. She's the felon. All right, we're going to take a quick, 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 quick break, and when we come back, um, her thoughts on JFK Jr., which everyone was in love with, Grant, mm-hmm. every single one of us, and Lori's mom Swore that Lori was going to marry him and she'd go to New York to I him. was his type at the time in, <laughs> nice. in 1987, she really was. 89. I was totally his type. She was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're take a quick- Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Brooke Shields, and we just got a, a note from Christine and saying, was this before or after the couch jumping thing? I mean, it this was case, it was after. Mm-hmm. So he was promoting War of the Worlds, the movie with Steven Spielberg, and um, I think Dakota Fanning was in it, or someone young like yeah, that was yeah, in yeah. it. And so um, Steven Spielberg was livid with Tom Cruise because he spent all of his time, he went off the rail jumping on the couch for Katie Holmes. And it was the first time in his 20, like 20, like he'd been with Pat Kingsley, who's like the cream de la cream of PR people for 25 years and Mm -hmm. his sister. Who, who took over and basically, you know, the whole idea get out there and sell Scientology. We can't say it, Kelly. You can't sell it, you get, Lori. I love it. You uh, can't sell this crap, but anyway, I mean, it's so ridiculous. I know. So then, he, the, with the Today Show thing came up afterwards, and Matt, you're so glib. Yeah. That was a line that was like, a, we didn't have memes then because we didn't even have cell phones, really. Right, right, right. But it was just, that was everywhere. And um, so more and more, she's on with Howard Stern today, which I'm sure you're oh, going to listen to. listen to that. Lori, and, 
And some of the things about she went to their wedding, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. So they did so make they up. Did. Oh, they because that wedding was in twenty. Well, they broke up in twenty twelve, but um, yeah, she invited. She went to the wedding. Two thousand and six. So year later, because they made up. So I still think he, she was she getting. Got, she was on the cake list for a long time. She was on till recently. Long. Yeah, so, till this movie. She was so <laughs> so. Howard Stern, of course, is asking about people she dated and. Her virginity, losing her virginity was such a big topic, which was just kind of gross. When you watch this on Hulu, we're talking about Brooke Shields' Pretty Baby that was produced by Allie Wentworth and George Snuffleupagus. And their, their production company is oh. In Bed by Eight. Okay, oh, I love that. Isn't Great that funny? <laughs> so Allie Wentworth is sitting down talking to her. We see um, we see Laura Linney, her friend, talking to her. But she talks about her date with was, JFK. Was Laura Linney, were they like New York City Kid kids. friends, kid friends in school. So they went and to an like the school. same kind yeah. of drama, yeah. art school kind of a thing. All right, yeah. got it, got it, got it. So she's talking about how um, JFK Jr. was less than chival- chival- chivalrous. Thank you. There it is. And she said she was so madly in love with him. She was too young for him, I think. But she was in love with him since well, yeah. she was three. Of Her course. mom would say, "That's the boy you're going to marry." Oh boy. And so at somehow in <laughs> sometime in the eighties. 80s, they were in Aspen when Jackie Onassis and JFK Jr. and that family was in Aspen. And um, they were there for a wedding. And the Kennedys were there for a ski vacation. And they ran into each other at a bar, you know, and everyone was partying and Nels. stuff. I love it that you know I, that. I'm just going to say that. How the hell do you because know this? Because it was the bar to go yeah, to in Aspen yeah, in the yeah. 80s. It still listen, is. It still listen, is. This is... Honest to Pete. Honest yeah. to Pete, you just do. So anyway, yeah, um, he she caught his eye. They he says, Do you want to get out of her? Get wanna get out of here? And she goes, Yes, I do. Let's get out of here. So after that, they went on one real date. Mm-hmm. And she chose to turn down his advances because she kind of loved him too much, she said. Yeah. They shared a he, kiss. Let me let me Hollywood speak that. Yeah. It was too she was too in intimidated by his sexuality and she and was, she was still very, a virginal yeah yeah she was, and she was younger than he was by not that much but maybe five or six years something where that could be worldly in your 20s could be a lot and frankly you know he was so beautiful and she did have i mean her mom she just was a virgin sounds, until she was 22 yeah i mean and but her mom sounds like a very traumatic abusive mom alcoholic but yet kids love their mom no matter what alcoholic well, stage mom from day one weren't you yeah. saying yesterday it was like what could we do what new house can you know it was yeah. the mom so every time they do a commercial or do something the mom would be this is great we get to, we and she's mm-hmm. maybe seven get yeah. to buy a new car right and right. this is great let's get yeah. more of this we I mean, get to move to a bigger apartment house. yeah she's a four and five year old girl making who is all the money the bread earner yeah, yeah. you know you hear this and with Selena Gomez dad yep. very often is that the idea yep. part of it is and then uh, probably when she went to college to try and give herself some normalcy probably people were intimidated she and had, left her alone in droves she was in a drama club and loved it oh good and then she okay, she really started to shine and come into her own but really okay, she good. didn't know how to be but she basically said with jfk she said they had the best kiss ever of oh, her life oh my and gosh. then she just said but you know what i was too afraid she, yeah. of being hurt by him it, and you know what? And you got to trust your feelings sometimes, like on a situation like that, because he literally has 
women knocking on the door. I mean, he accidentally runs into women all over the place everywhere because he, like Liz, he's the president's son. He lives a life that very he few was everything people can too. Relate, you know, relate to. He was everything. Remember how we yeah. just loved John John? We loved him. We loved him. We loved him. Yeah. Why do you say loved? Is no- we just grew because up with him. Again, he was, the image again, of him. Oh, we I just meant like, is he still around? Thing, or we, no. Four channels that yeah. we watched yeah. in like three magazines. If you didn't read Time yeah. or Look, well, do we, we had you don't people. Make, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. wasn't a lot available. And he was always on the cover of People magazine. The pictures yeah. we would Princess, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we my mom die. really and truly did. I did go to like, you know, I'd go to the Carlisle and I'd go to the Waldorf and I'd go to the Palm Bar. In New York. I'd go to, I'd hit up all the, I'd go down to Balthazar. All know. the places where she thought she'd meet JFK I'd run into Jr. John John or, or John Kennedy or any, you know, always the hot spots and you know, the, oh, just the China Club, which was a music place, and Barney oh, yeah. Greengrass, and I mean, you know, and my mom, she goes, you're going to meet, because I was going to New York like once a month for a week on the company dime. For business. Bo- boondoggling it the but, whole way. But you were there for business, too. You I, did them both. You, I, were, you I had a very special good ability. So I was I. special we, ability to sell, mm. sell, sell, and then and go out fun, all night. fun, fun. <laughs> And then extend the trip for three days into a week. <laughs> and then get a new credit card for whatever department store oh. was there. Oh, my God. Oh, I Magnum, Burdock, Bur- whatever it was called. Goodman. Bergdorf Goodman. Goodman. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was a different time, Grant. <sighs> I bet. Yeah. Yeah. A little more tight on the purse straps yeah. now with companies, right? Oh, my gosh. I went for... Um, a walk with your sister on the beach, and I, 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 I had, I had a stomach attack. I needed oh, to dear. urgently visit the restroom, and I come back out, and it's like a little snack exercise takes me. But come back, she is now walking with people, talking to them, asking them about themselves. Which I mean, you know, <laughs> we are not the mayor of the beach already. Casey knows everybody. She said <laughs> Casey talks to. Oh my God, I mean, he makes me look like an introvert, but your sister, I said, I said, I can't walk with you guys. I am not interested in these answers. (laughs) 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 Stories true, colors shine through. I love it. You know it, (laughs) No, I am not. Why would you talk to them? They can't be nearly as interesting as me, Catherine. Well, I mean, and I don't want to walk up and down the beach 12 times in in hot, you know, I mean, I like, I'm, I'm late. The exercise. I'm not letting anything get in in my way of like I don't want it to be strenuous or anything. Oh man! But anyway, yeah. But by the end of even a few days, she kind of really, um, you know, the one lady really kind of was on her nerves, and she's like, "Why did I befriend her?" I you go, "Can't. You got to be careful. You just have to say aloha and have a great day, <laughs> and then at, you know, and then meet the local people who know all the good stuff." Yeah. Did you ever get a hair appointment? No, I never did, Julia. <laughs> I never did. I just became so lazy. I would just put in three curlers. Sure, Looks darling. Sure.